So I'm ready to talk about Apple game. <laughs> uh, let's what I'm ready to talk about colored apples. Awesome, ready? I'm ready to Col- talk about go get the colored apple. <laughs> I'm ready to talk about you got a broken bowl, fix the apple bowl. Stop it. <laughs> All right, let's, let's talk All about right. Let's talk about what the f- is that big monster? Audio, audio, audio sync, ready? It's just Chinese New Year coming <laughs> down. You're going on a life journey. What are you doing? Stop. Stop talking. Okay, <laughs> Stop, stop. Here we go. Ready? What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. Listener. Episode 57. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro. And joining me today, two panel-dwelling puzzlers of pneumonia, Dave Grimma. I don't like what you did there. You're like, <laughs> what's pneumonia? Why it's like, Clona. <laughs> it's like, t- totally broke the alliteration with this end. Well, because it's the point. It starts, it starts, it starts with a P. P it starts with a P. But it's it's not, it's not though. It's not a P Well, here's sound. why I did that. Because it's like the appearance of the word, but when you really think about the essence of the word, it might change your perspective of it. Like the game we played, Goragoa, for this oh. podcast. Come on, he, come on. He's got a reason. I got Goragoa. things. Gorogoro by Annapurna, who is like MVP of this episode this season. Seriously, like they've they're on a they're on a roll of the dinosaur machines lately. We're, yeah, we're, we're digging with their with their shit. But before we get there, let's let's check in with the old gears and whistles, as we say. Let's start with the bearded one, Dave. You know, I was actually thinking, it's like, should we come up with nicknames for each other? We refer to us as like, I was like the old grumpy goat, Dave. Grimm. Wouldn't it be like and that's always his name? It'd be bad. It'd be real bad if we started using our handles. Like, hey, zombie pirates. Like, no, no, we're not that cool. No. That's like when we were growing up at Staten Island. We all came up with like, what's your tag? Are you going to have a tag? Oh, and you did graffiti because that's what you do. But yeah. you don't. <laughs> but I was like in fifth grade and we didn't understand like crimes. <laughs> okay. I can't just write or- my name on that. But let, how are you, Dave? Bearded, I'm all right. Bearded boy. All right. This is something I was thinking about the other day. I was in the fruit section, right? In the supermarket. Paint a picture. And I'm so looking at... Section. I'm in the precision. And then we're seeing apples, plums, peaches, nectarines, apricots. Okay, why peaches, nectarines, apricots all have different names? Like, are they oh. pretty similar? Are they not the same? They're not the same. I know one, like, peach has fuzz, but, like, apricots do not. Or something like that. But, like... Well, they're all stone fruits, correct? They're all stone fruit. But do Got you think it? that... Don't you think that their names should be, like, really similar? Because they're, like, almost the exact same thing? You want Peach, and then you want Peach like, 2. I want me. I want, like, Peach, Meach, Leech. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I can't That's even fair. with this right now. I really can't. You're going to have to, dude. We only, <laughs> we only are just beginning. We're debating nomenclature of fruit now. That's what this podcast has devolved into. <laughs> No, I think men who discovered men. <laughs> you, I just was wondering, do you think it's possible that nectarines and peaches were named slash discovered in two very different places of the world? <laughs> yeah, but you've been thinking, you're thinking, one you're guy thinking is like, in terms of English. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. This one dude's going to show up and be like, hey guys, I brought a bunch of peaches. And it's like, oh, nectarines. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, Phil, I don't know nectarines. what you're talking about. These are peaches. <laughs> Well, it's like those fruits have been around since before English. Oh yeah. So it's like where is yeah, the you know they've been around for a lot longer than. I'm not sure. Well, I'm saying whatever they derive from. So they wonder if in Latin they were like, 
We're a video game podcast. Phenomenane and Jumanamane. And then you you conjugate them. No, come on. Take it home. Okay. All right, listener, we sorry. We'll we'll bring it back. So, no, Dave, I think they had a reason that we just don't know. But I challenge you to Wikipedia it as Dan talks about I what do he's been want up to. to hear a conclusion to the naming of these fruits I will Ta- now I would really like to piece. know where this story ends I've been playing Monster Hunter World again I played it on my stream last night I've noticed that I I've been watching your Ron and TJ Hunter mm. boys hunting boys is our little thing now so hunter boys you know, with the Z hunt hunting boys with a boiz ah that's Very that's important. going all in yeah you know so we're gonna keep doing that I think that's gonna be a new thing so um, what do you what do you like rocking in there like weapon wise? Like what's my weapon? Yeah, I'm the hammer. I'm the hammer guy. So I I have I'm a little behind them. They're kind of pro strat level. Like they're like oh which load are you using? I'm like oh, I don't know the one that I've been leveling up this whole time. I'm like oh that's cool yeah. So like all right, and they're like <laughs> they have like their own their 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 setup. So I'm gonna try to play some in between other games to catch up and become like all right guys let's. I'm using my hammer build now, but if you want me to switch to my sword build, I can't kind of thing. So do you feel There's like... There's a lot to that game. Yeah, there really is. And I feel like Monster Hunter World was, like, in that realm, has been the first game to really penetrate the masses more than any other has. So, like, mm-hmm. do you feel like now that, like, obviously you're enjoying it, like, do you feel like you want to, like, see, oh, do they have one for the 3DS or the Switch? They have a they have a bunch for the... I've had them in my life for a while. I've been trying to get us to play Monster Hunter for a long time. And this is the only one that really seemed viable. Remember when I invented Monster Hunter? I you invented Monster group. Hunter. You, <laughs> you wrote the code, made the art, and did the motion capture. I just want credit. I, I freelance for Capcom. Anyway. So... That said, there is another one coming out for Switch now, and it's going to play more like the older ones, and that will be the test to see how Monster Hunter as a brand has has taken the world by storm. I think that will be interesting mm. to see. So you're like a Monster Hunter. Not really, because I'm I, like, I'm good with never playing that game again. I, I like it so much. It's, it's a good game. I just like... It just sounds like a game that I'm gonna lose too much time to. Yeah, see, like it, I, I felt, and you, not as we kind of joke, like that. Was, I was, I say that in jest because I was the one. who's like, we should all play Monster Hunter. Maybe that will be fun. And <laughs> like, I immediately first, felt. Yes. I thought I said that first. No. Has you my did entire not. understanding of yeah, that scenario? Is... <laughs> yeah, because that's your understanding of the situation. Well, I like, in, in, in my your world, world. In my world. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, in your realm, you in my thought realm, that that's how it worked out. Hunter. And I just felt like there was so much game there. I felt like if I really dedicated the time, I would get a lot of mm-hmm. satisfaction at it. But I always felt like it felt in the beginning like this is a slog. There's a lot of things to consider. There's a lot of things to say. Like, I need to commit. I can't, like, that's the beautiful thing about Overwatch. Like, Overwatch, definitely the game I, I think I've been playing for the longest, possibly in, like, my life. I can't imagine it can't think of a game I've been playing for like two plus years now. Mm-hmm. And that's a game that there's just enough where like, I feel like I could be very casual with it, but still kind of still and be invested in the world. But I think it's because they made that initial hump of understanding the characters, understanding how maps work. And there's so much n- nuance to it, but yeah. it, it's easy in the end. It's a first person shooter. 
Where with that, it's like, yeah, I, I go out into the field and I smack a thing against an animal a bunch of times. But it's, it's like then getting the items and crafting better items. Like there's so much more things to that game. In the end, I always felt too intimidated by it. Like I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. You see, it's interesting because like the way where Destiny's at now and where Monster Hunter's at, they give you more things to do than you would do. Like... You're not supposed to get every weapon. You're not supposed to make every armor. You're supposed to make the right. armor you want. So but that's, like, how do that's, I know which one that is? You play it. And then you're like, oh, I yeah, like the way gotta... this one looks. I like the stats on this armor. Let me go kill that monster seven times with my friends. <laughs> and then, I mean, maybe it's two or three, but you can also get more. Well, anyway, I'm not going to go into it. It's. I think it's fun. I think it's more accessible than, than no, it, it must be because this is definitely like I said, like just seems to have penetrated the the general gaming community more than any other Monster Hunter has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that's it's a good game. It is yeah. more power to you, Dan. Thanks, man. I think it's it's gonna be one of those games that once I'm once you're at a certain point, you can yeah. kind of pick and choose what you do. I want to get right. There. You understand how it all works, so it's not so much difficulty at this point. It's just kind of like, when am I willing to put time into? Right. <laughs> so just just to just to make this a complete situation, Dave is now showing us his Weapon X Wolverine, where he is he has like a mask and a who long is Weapon claws. X? He's not. He's like Wolverine. He's Wolverine. But, oh, he's like X Force Wolverine right now. He's just like. Well, what does that mean? When it, that was just like his weapon? code name during like like when when they made him. Oh. He was an experiment, and they called him Weapon X. And then they gave him the adamantium claws because they found out his healing. They could do all sorts of stuff. Is there and a weapon come back. There's a... No? Oh, oh we're not going to get into it. Let's talk about Mark's life. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, what have you been up to lately? Um, I've been diving back into So Daniel I did look Rapa. into it and Nectarine. Oh. <laughs> Go on. Let's get the it, conclusion to it, that story. It's naming convention came from, like, it's sweet, like, nectar. But, like, peach apparently... Are, arrived through persia and like its name is like persian fruit it's the peach is persian but they are technically the same they're pretty much the same are they they're kind of but like peaches have fuzz and i don't think nectarines do yeah they gotta be a different fruit because i also read somewhere in there and then i was like i'm not reading anymore they said something about sometimes a peach seed can produce nectarines and i was like i'm out this is getting complicated now. <laughs> You're trying to tell yeah, me they're different, but then they're, then they're the same. <laughs> Our peaches nectarines is a Google search I now have in my history. Stop. Just stop all the Googling. See, this is the problem with Google. It's it's destroyed our generation, too. We just get in the weeds all the time, and we can't focus. Anyway, Danganronpa. I'm on version 3. I was playing it a few weeks back, it seems like. What does that like, mean, this... version 3? Is that what they call the, like episodes yeah or? well this is the it's vegan rapa 3 but it's v3 that's what they call it versus and I, 3 versus 3 it's, not, versus it's just, three. i think it's victory 3, 3. but um like that series is just so weird like it's it's a real maneuver of five it's actually dang and rapa eight <laughs> <laughs> twist <laughs> Now, like, but that would even work for the, the, like, I, what I like about this game is I don't play really a lot of, that's kind of known as a handheld series. It's like a, a trial series, which is, you know, like case court cases and things like that. And I never play those type of games, but there is the, they're just so weird and they're perfectly weird. It's kind of like the room 
where it's so bad it's good. It's like I got, I got a question. Yes. Dangarampa, Persona, Dangarampa. same game? No. That's <laughs> how I view different. it. That's how I view it. I, no, I Danganronpa, like Persona, is more stylish and cool. Danganronpa really like. You know, it always starts off with the same kind of... The whole three of them, it's like, you have a, an area, there's 16 kids in it, they all have to kill each other. And the the one who gets it, who's the last one standing, lives. That's it's Fortnite. Like, like, yeah. And the way it works is someone but it's kills... Like, but it's like Saw or Battle Royale. It's right? it's kind of set up at that, but basically it's like someone kills somebody, and if they can get away with it, they get off the island. If And if the others don't figure out who it is, they all die. So That's it sets up persona. like the court cases. And all all three of them, and the, the this newest one is kind of just just the same. It's like all the characters are so insane and like distinguished. Like it's they're all just interesting, and it's like none of them are even likable or like normal. They're just so weird, but it's like a perfect blend of weird, mm-hmm. and it just it works together in this hodgepodge of this absurdity that it just somehow some way all works perfectly. So I'm probably like a third of the way through it. Like I, I'm, I'm liking it. it. It's a nice, and it's a visual novel, which we kind of talked about in this podcast. Like I, I don't appreciate them as in terms of just like literature. It seems like I would rather just go read a book, but like all the characters are just so freaking weird. It's, it's enough to keep my interest. And then when the, when the actual murders happen, I'm genuinely always interested in like how did that happen? Like that doesn't is make sense. Is the bear sense. always killing people? Bear looks No, the bear evil. literally never kills anybody. The bear Monokuma evil, is always like the one who's kind of organizing things, but there's always this kind of meta story about like why is he doing it? Who is he? Is he working for something? Is he a robot? What Man. organization? So it's got the subtle things and from what I don't know what happens, but like two things in this game. One, the first court, I've only done the first two court cases so far. Usually it's like 6 or 7. Mm-hmm. And the first court case did something, I don't want to spoil it, but like did something completely unimaginable by the standards of the other two games. So I was just like, wow, they're really they killed the bear. No, I I don't even want to get into it. Danganronpa got murdered. I don't even know what Danganronpa is, quite frankly. Like, what is that word? I have no idea. But from everything I have like heard about this game, like this game really like keeps the fans of one and two, which I am like in mind as it goes through it. So I'm very excited to to kind of see where it goes. It's it's been interesting. I'll say. Um, I'll say too. Also, possibly as interesting as the game of the night. Game of the night. Garagua. Garagua. So let's transition. Main topic. Main topic. Main topic. Main topic. Self-proclaimed echo. Garagua. Dan. Oh wait! Before we even get there, before I stop myself as I look at my post-it on my desk. Spoiler alert. We will be spoiling Gorgoa. So if you are interested in this game and you want to play it, stop now. This is your this is your moment to get out. That's true. I'm gonna make I'm, I'm gonna make a bold statement up the f- in in front of everything. There's Do no it. way there's no way to spoil Gorgoa. <laughs> there, yeah, there's no way to spoil it because the story is not up front. With, with, well, right, I would well, agree with that. So. As if you're okay with that, Lester, and you're still with us, here we go, baby. Dan Gorogoa, what is what is the Give man like who made a one more Gorogoa second here? Song? I got something I'm setting up. It's like a here it is. Here the, pronunci- it is. the pronunciation of Garagua. Garagua. That's that's part of it. Goro Goa. The, the series name Danganronpa is compounded uh, from the words bullet, dangan, and refutation, Ranpa, as the game blends shooting 
with truth bullets and crime investigation. This is accurate. All right, thank you, Truth Jack. bullets also, like, come on. I'm not playing this game. Goragoa is an elegant evolution of the puzzle genre told through a beautifully hand-drawn story designed and illustrated by Jason Roberts, winner of the debut game at 2018's BAFTA Games Awards, as well as Best Mobile Game in the Innovation Award at GDC 2018 Choice Awards. I'm going to go ahead and just say that was the first most self-serving synopsis <laughs> I've read on this podcast. Gorgo is a game that everyone Gorgo says they Gorgo won awards. <laughs> you should play it. Like, all right, what is it? Just tell me what it... Well, anyway. Popular user... Oh, also, everyone loves this game. It came out in 2017 on Steam by Annapurna. Shout out to Annapurna making all the games. Apparently gone home as well. I didn't know that. Well, par for they, the course. All right, cool. That I didn't know it? It's par okay. for the course that I didn't know it? Well, that seems like a game they would do. <laughs> oh, just I thought you were saying, well, you know, you don't usually know things. Par for the course, Dan doesn't know his butt. Par- his butt. All right, well, let's let's get back to business here. <laughs> Keep on derailing me, Mark. Popular Derailing yourself. Find, <laughs> I am a fan of Metal Gear Solid 2's story, and I like what it did for the series. Popular user-defined tags for this product. Puzzle, adventure, casual, hand-drawn, and... Mythical creature! Um, Mark? Buddhism. This is easy win. Indie. Uh, Come on, guys. That had guys. <laughs> that had <But> Buddhism. <laughs> Dave, I don't think I did a really good job of capturing how many awards Gorgoa deserves. Oh. Could, you please, could you please enlighten the listener? Gorgoa is basically a, a slide puzzle, but way better. <laughs> is you know what I'm talking about? Those, those like boring slide puzzles that you would you get in like a, a a goodie bag as a kid where you have to m- yes. move the th- yeah. things around so yeah that's what basically Dorogoa is except a lot more interesting because you have to like really look into the tiles and see what it, what it is and what the connections are and you kind of unravel what it is for yourself because there's no speech in the game and you kind of have to make up your own story as you go all you see is this giant beast which is the gorgoa and then you're like is it well, what the what the hell was that <laughs> and then you it's... and then you go on from there yeah the, the kid's like oh oh the gorgoa's here i have gotta get these fruits i gotta well, get that's the, the question i gotta well, get these i guess fruits. even before we even get to that like let's start with those slide mechanics because i think this is a game you know and it's hard as a puzzle game and the way those puzzle puzzle actually dan i'll kind of start with you i've heard this game kind of compared to monument valley a lot oh. and i think you're of the three of us the only one to play monument valley. i play the first one all the way through that's a game where it's like there is a structure that you have to twist and it changes perspective on things is that correct you yeah it's i don't know what the name of those puzzles are that they're staircases but it builds uh, on that well, you're saying like, like you're talking about mc escher like that's, that's exactly it builds on the mc escher staircase painting where yeah. it, it can continue on in any direction. And <laughs> oh no, crazy stairs. <laughs> <laughs> it does yeah, so that. It, and, it's a puzzle yeah. game where it combines things like that, perspective on things. Um, you know, it's almost like I've seen like also point and click kind of being associated with it because you have this thing. So as we kind of, we can start a discussion there. Dave, I'll start with you. Like, these puzzles, you know, there's only so many mechanics you get where you're really trying to think about the perspective of things and you're zooming in, zooming out. Mm-hmm. Did you find the, you know, you said it's kind of described as like a slide possible way better. So like, 
did you think this game wasn't too obtuse where you felt like the puzzles had a good sense to them where it felt interesting but not too overly complex or where you're just like what what the heck is no i thought the puzzles were appropriately difficult appropriately difficult. like i wasn't like i was never thinking what the hell do they want me to do like i always Mm -hmm. felt like maybe i'd struggle for like five minutes figuring something out but eventually i'd figure out the next thing Maybe there are some slight hints and like like the drawings off to the side and stuff like that. And but you but, you you never considered it rather like obtuse like how when you did figure those things out you're like how was I supposed to figure that out like besides no. just kind of stumbling upon it. I was fine with it because there was only like so many combinations of things that you could do. You know what I mean? Like you could mm. kind of reveal how many like touchable things there were in an area. And then, like, if it's not one of those, you can start eliminating possibilities, you know? Mm-hmm. So Dan, did, did you kind of feel the same way? Like, you felt like it was never too obtuse, like, it, as kind of random as the things you need to associate with each other were, like, it always kind of made sense? What, what wound up happening to me, and I'm going to quote Eagle Raptor on oh, this, boy. is um, a, a good puzzle is something that you have all the pieces to, and then when you figure it out, you're like, oh, I was, I was the problem. That was every single puzzle for the, for me in this game. I felt like once I figured it out, I was angry up until the point that I figured it out. And then mm. I was like, oh, I am an idiot. Of course, this is the puzzle solution. So I was stumbling a lot through figuring out like what the pieces, how they all related. That was my biggest problem, but that's, that's a good puzzle. So every time I got to that point where I was like, this is stupid, I would put it down, come back, and then usually solve it. Right, because so it's just that like perspective. They, yeah, and they definitely give you all the pieces you need visually, and and they they really set the stage for the next puzzle really well with the previous section, mm. and and every to me that that was that was really successful. So I, I thought it was really well done in that way. Yeah, I kind of actually felt the same way too. Like, I I always kind of saw the puzzles as as one of the things. It's like. Again, like, I, as you kind of say, I think it was a good way to phrase it. Like, I stumbled through it. Like, I kind of felt that, like, consistently. Because there's no real clear, like, you're doing the same thing over and over. Like, I mean, I guess in a one way you are. It's like you're trying to, for a lot of the scenes, it starts as boy. And you're trying to get a boy to a certain location. Or you're trying mm-hmm. to, you know, reveal there's this kind of imagery of these these kind of orbs that you're trying to find. So you I'd know s- that in your head. I'd but say the, the, paths- mechanic, the mechanic you repeat the most is lining up slides in a way that you wouldn't have expected to have actually finished the, the full picture. Right. But there is a connection between those two slides. So when you yeah. can put them together, it makes sense. So like if the boy is standing in front of a door that's locked and you have yeah. another slide where there is an opening and they will perfectly match that door to the opening, you yeah. put them together and the boy is able to walk through the opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought one of the most striking things about this was the nature of all these puzzles is very obtuse when you really think the what is the goal for each one it's not exactly always clear but when you look at the images that it's presenting to you and through this beautiful hand-drawn i think it was in the description all these hand-drawn pictures that as you kind of look at all of them you start in your head start drawing connections between them which might be totally different from every set of slides but once you kind of fit them all together it does make sense and in that way i thought this was like one of the most brilliant puzzle games i've played in a while like i i think 
but like just kind of reflecting about the podcast stuff like i think i've been definitely the biggest proponent like i love puzzle games that's my thing and I, the witness was a game like i played a few I don't know, it's mm. like two three years now like where it took the same concept and it it just found so many different ways to do the same thing over and over in more interesting ways this i thought was such an interesting thing of doing different things but at the same time finding ways to make it make sense to you that as a user you don't even know what you're trying to do but when you when you figure out something to do it's like the thing you were supposed to do and and again like i just think that it's so i don't even like it that's even hard it's like what was gorgo like what were the things you had to show like i have to really think about that but yet there were so many puzzles that i was just able to figure out Without even knowing what I was supposed right. to figure out. If yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're collecting circles or fruit, and as Dan put it. The goal of the game is to collect and different colored apples. Yeah. I right. Guess. To, but even to, like in your to summon the of colored things, it's like, what is like, what do I need to do to get that? It's, it's not super it's, clear. It's like no, the I, game's like very meta because it's like if it's very meta because <laughs> it's like you manipulating these things. And then you see an old man, like, looking at pictures of this boy, and you're like, well, who's really manipulating these photos around? Are you doing it, or is it you this are. old man doing You know? And then, like... You... Okay. Well, well, well let, you, who, I think were, who were you? Did you think you were the boy, or did you think you were the older man? Are we all... I, I think we're everyone. I think we're all that guy. That, well, that, yeah. oh, so so let's let's start getting into those details. So like, <laughs> you know, we kind of mentioned that the 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 game starts off where you're this boy and you see this really kind of weird dragon fish thing in the distance. Again, mm. no words. You don't really know what it is. He looks through a book and he sees this picture of this bowl with these different fruit. And from there, it turns into this this pursuit through many different settings and many different characters finding these fruits. Different characters, though. Different. Well, that's what I think. They so, like, in terms probably of this world, the same person. like, Dave, I'll kind of go to you. Did you ever kind of start questioning whether it's like this is reality or is this a dream? Oh. Like, did you have a sense uh, of what this world is? No. Or did you not even question it? I mean, like, it could have been a dream sequence for all I, for all I know the entire mm-hmm. time. I mean, it's so, like, this giant magical dragon beast. Like, is that that kind of takes you out of reality in the first place. Right. But then like the old, is the old man in a wheelchair? The old man's in a wheelchair and also a younger person is in a wheelchair has crutches and then is in a wheelchair who I'm assuming is the same person. But I think the oldest the... man is not in a wheelchair, but he's oh, sitting a lot. He's sitting, but he's not in a wheelchair. Like I think there is he. And I think that is a different, you know, like, so let's list it. There's the boy, there's the boy in a wheelchair. There's, there's, there's the walking boy man, and there's not there's the walking man boy. In the, like the broken down, like thing where the lights are flickering. So he's I, obsessed, I feel like he's obsessed is, with bringing back the beast or finding right, out, and, finding out about the beast who did this to him as a child. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. Like, I think my initial interpretation of that, it is all the same person mm-hmm. just through all those different stages of his life. It, and I like to think of it as like, as you be, become obsessed with doing the puzzles yourself, it's like the reflection of this person's um, obsession with finding out what that beast was when he saw right. it years ago. Because you're staring at this story just like they are. You're like, I got to put these pieces like, together. What is have the all thing? These Looking at everything so closely, you know? What am I missing? The mystery yeah, is in the details. 
And with that idea, it's like, I think, again, you know, we talk a lot about in this podcast about, like, gameplay and story and how really great games are finding ways to kind of combine those elements where other games, it's like, this is the story, but then you, to progress the story, you have to do X, Y, and Z. This was a game I thought that really did an interesting kind of thing where everything is so bizarre and weird and obtuse. So as you're playing the game, like, you're trying to derive meaning from the things that maybe not mm. are there, just like these characters are deriving meanings from things that possibly mm. aren't really there like dan so as like we kind of go back to like the world and the story were you ever questioning whether this is reality or this is a dream or i are... didn't care i it was a story for me <laughs> from the beginning i didn't really care if like this was based in i knew it was based in a reality where this dragon comes and then the boy knows the boy has a book that foretold its arrival and also how to either repel it or bring it closer i'm not sure if that was what we were doing, but I, I definitely suspended my belief immediately just because mm -hmm. it is a storybook. Like you're flipping through the pages of a storybook and the boy is a huge part of it as well as what might be his older self, what might be two separate timelines of his life, one where mm -hmm. the dragon succeeds and one where it doesn't. And I, all these things were flying through my head, but I didn't actually, for lack of better phrasing, care. Yeah. Because... I was more interested in solving the next puzzle and it's seeing fair. what came mm. through story-wise. Like maybe more would make sense. It doesn't quite, but I also like <laughs> it's it like, a lot to your imagination. In a, in a sense, like I don't want it to make sense though. Like I, yeah. I, I, I like it being completely like, I don't want to say right. off the wall, but like unknown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the mystery was fun and the monster mm -hmm. looks cool. The, goal seems simple enough and i think that i succeeded yeah like, and I, did you did you get what you wanted seeing the dragon up close again that makes you drop from the tower right like, and then what yeah. happens does he fall break his spine and then have to sit in a wheelchair for the rest of his life is that how that starts like i think all so. those things went through my head but but right you don't know yeah like yeah. You, and then and then what's the causation because did you cause your own right. you know what i mean <clears throat> Are, is right. it the time travelers like loop or something like is it a yeah. paradox that you've created yeah and i think that's what's so interesting about this story is and i think when we really like look of all the stories we've kind of talked about in this podcast this is one that is so wide open and so open to interpretation there's nothing really given to you it is really up to you to kind of derive meaning from the things for me when i, I was kind of going through this it immediately reminded i don't know have you guys ever heard of the author sean tan no he's a i have book. not dave have you no He's a, a picture book writer, and his picture books are almost kind of geared more towards adults than kids. And they are, I love him because it, it, they're so absurd and so weird. But at the same time, as you kind of sit and dwell on them, you can pick meaning out of them. Maybe not as what he's intended, but so, like, for example, he had his most famous thing is it's this book called The Arrival, and it's about this guy who's in this like fantastical world, and he takes a ship to this really weird world where there's origami flying through the air and there's these creature that looks like a giant rats but it's like different shapes and everything is weird and absurd and the reason for it is he's trying to convey what it's like to be an immigrant when you immigrate to a different country and nothing makes sense to you so it's it's as it you know it tries to break the fourth wall in the way to make the reader really feel what it is like to be that character and you thought of his work immediately as I was looking at this, because it, there are all these really, it, it really breaks down realism for surreal, surrealism. It's okay. like a, a struggle to say that word. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, 
so it's like you know what I remember we were talking about Virginia a couple seasons back. Oh sure. We were all kind of we were all kind of frustrated with that game because it's a realistic story, but then it kind of blends into this kind of fantastical situation. So you don't know what is real and what's fake. Mm-hmm. Where in this, it immediately kind of tells you like everything is kind of weird. So it's you have to kind of treat you know, everything with the same kind of weight. One of the things that's very different between those two games is this game's gameplay mechanic was very strong. Like, mm. I, you're in, invested in solving the puzzles, where in Virginia, all you're doing is, like, walking. Walking, yeah. You know what I mean? And choosing to click on something. It's mm. very it's very different. So, I'm like, that needed to be a little bit stronger of a story to hold up to a weak gameplay element. This is the opposite. Right. right. Where the gameplay mm. kind of drives the the thing. But so the, what... the value, I think, is on Goa side because the gameplay made me not care about what was going on. So I was mm-hmm. I I have good feelings and I would suggest this game versus there's that Virginia which you... I completely forgot we played. Yeah. So and it's like, like the, the moment when you do figure out a puzzle it's like ah. Yeah. That feedback where it's like yes, I, I did was the idiot. This out. I yes. was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so so let's kind of then address the big essential question and we'll, we'll kind big of Big question. I, oh my god, Mark, I'm, I'm not even what sure. What the heck is going on in Gorgo? What, what is, is going on in Gorgo? So, like, you're this kit, and then you get these fruits, and then it comes, and then you fall. I feel like it's like a <laughs> weird... I, I, I feel like... It reminds me of House of Leaves, mm-hmm. where in House of Leaves, it's like a book within a book, right? Like, there's... You're reading somebody's notes about this book that talks about this photographer's life in this house that he had, and it had, like, this haunted hallway, and, like, the guy who's reading about the book is like is being affected by about this other story and mm. now like maybe you throw your own emotions onto that you're being affected by like it's just like layers layers away right mm. i feel like i feel like that's what's happening in gorogo like you're playing this game trying intensely looking at this but you see this this old old man middle-aged man whatever figuring out these puzzles trying to put these connections together because he's tr- for some unknown reason maybe he's just trying to find out what is this creature that he's heard of but as he does mm. that like it affects this this other person who maybe is himself but maybe he doesn't realize it's himself you right. know and there's also nested characters in yeah. a lot of the puzzles that you never see again like the one that comes to mind is the man who walks through the desert and rings the bell who i believe is the same man who climbs the mountain in the winter. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about during that. Okay. Right. Mm. And that character, that part of the game, I actually remember the most because it's the one I had the most trouble with. And okay. also in that part of the game, you're introduced to a lot of other characters that are in paintings that don't have faces that mm. I'm sure was just part of the design. Cause I don't even think the main character, the boy had a face or if he did, it was uh, well, I think it's one of those things like inside where it's like, it's easier to paint yourself in there right. if they don't have a face. Mm-hmm. Cause otherwise you're like, I don't look like that. Right, that's not and, me. That part, of, that part of the game stuck out to me so much because it was just so. There was so much to look through, and as a result, I wound up becoming very familiar with all those scenes. There was like people in deserts, people hanging out in front of like big chateaus, and all this stuff that just sticks with you because yeah. you're forced to look at it for a good amount of time while you're thinking about this stuff. Right, and really look at the details because you're trying to figure out the connections between the images right. so you can figure out the puzzles. Yeah, like, I, I was kind of thinking the same way. Like, in a lot of ways, 
I thought this game was very, very, very interesting that it merges the gameplay with the story in terms of the story of this game, for me, the way I interpret it, was all about the pursuit of making connections between things. Like, mm. it makes me think of, um, did you guys see A Beautiful Mind? I did not. Yes. You know that, uh, so those of you who have seen A Beautiful Mind, it's guy who's, is he schizophrenic? Spoiler I forgot alert. his official... Spoilers for a movie that's 15, 20 years old. Maybe. I'm not sure what the the, um, the diagnosis would be, but sure. Uh, for, yeah, so, like, there is kind of a big reveal. Like, he's a mathematician, and he's looking for patterns and things, and he keeps getting so inside his head that he ends up kind of just drawing patterns between things that necessarily there aren't connections between. But if it's like that idea. It's like if you look hard enough, you can figure out things, the way things are connected, the materials they're made of, the, the way they're shaped. Like... If you're looking for patterns, you can find patterns. And for this boy, whoever he is, it, like I felt like this story as like as you're playing the puzzles and trying to find connections between these, between these things, he's doing the same thing. It's like so he finds in this book whatever this creature is, and he's trying to find the connections between what it is, what these things are, why are they important, and whether they're actually there and, or not. And what made him connections. appear? What, what made that monster appear last time I saw him? Right, it's like this this pursuit of questions that maybe don't necessarily have answers, but you are pers- finding answers that satisfy you and why what are the things that kind of make you get to them? I like to sense. think of it. I like to think of it of like he sees that monster, nobody believes him and he just goes digging looking for like no, it's real. I saw it. There's a way to bring him back. I'm going to do it. Like Right. I don't care what things. I don't care what anyone else says. Like I'll ruin my life if it has, if I have to. I need to see this thing again, right. which and I think is. What were you gonna say, Dan? I was just like one of the things that stuck out to me from the very beginning is that the Gorogoa, if that's probably it's probably the name of the monster. Is it? Do that's what the guy. I, 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 I always assumed it was. It's the most weird. The only verb or the only noun you're given, and I don't think the kid's name is Gorogoa. Uh, maybe it's, it's the actually place. a long acronym for. Go outside, read only, I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, the, the monster doesn't do any damage to the town, as far as you can see. Like, you don't see it come into scene and then wreck mm-hmm. a building. Like, it just well, shows up. Maybe it's a representation of, like, of the other things you see in the game. Because you do see, like, like peace. Damage. And yeah. then you see, like, damage from war. And then, like, back you know, rebirth of a town. Yeah. So maybe he's see, like a, rep- a a representation of that. Well, see, right. that's what's interesting. I thought that, Dave, you mentioned earlier, it's like the, the, the lengths you're willing to pursue that as we see this character through all these different, if you want to interpret it as the same character, that's the way it kind of interprets like this idea of like, what are you willing to give up or surrender for the pursuit of a truth you're looking for. And for the, you know, there is that scene or this character is in kind of a worn torn situation. The, the lights are breaking down, but he's still reading through this book. It's like everything is broken apart for this character. He, you know, if you want to again, interpret it, it's like he climbs that tower and falls and becomes, you know, paralyzed for a certain amount of time. He's willing to literally almost give his life for the pursuit of what this is. Mm-hmm. And it's that idea. It's like, you know, if for him, it's the Goragoa, but for, other people it's religion or you know faith mm-hmm. or this grand ideal that you're searching for it's what that pursuit of trying to obtain for? it yeah and it's that you know like as <laughs> as giggly as it is like it is that question it's like what is the thing that drives you forward 
And in, you know, sometimes it is something as simple as, you know, it's like happiness, money. But it's like when you really kind of look at the, the steps to take to get that, if it's something a little bit more obtuse and something that's going to make you feel, you know, it's like, it makes me think of that phrase you guys hear. It's like the, it's like the worst thing about what you want is getting it. Right. Mm. So it's like the, the, the journey yeah. was more fulfilling, at least in the, from the viewpoint of the boy, than it was to actually fulfill the journey. Because like what happens at the end, because he gets at the, the end he falls down. Yeah. And he's at his lowest point. But up until that point, you're like crushing it. You're you're getting these fruits. You're fixing the basket. It's all great and fancy and good. And then boom, he falls down and he and isn't that like isn't that such an interesting kind of twist when you think about it? It's yeah. Like the whole game to that point is building towards that moment of maybe we have now have all the fruits and maybe he just falls a, off the tower. It's symbolism for for drug use. You're chasing that high Whoa. and then you no, fall but, down. You gave up your whole life. You don't have any more money because you've been no. spending it all on drugs. Like, but I think there there is a parallel to there. That idea is that you're chasing something that is unattainable. Right. This I this this something that is so surreal. Mm-hmm. That for you what? Think you're, for and what? I will say exactly. you do build like at you being Mark and Dave and Dan build up the and listener, the Gorogoa because you see it once, and then mm. you see pictures of it leading up to the next the time hints you see of it, it, which is yeah. at the you end. See you don't hints, see yeah. it fully keeps, again. You don't yeah, really see like not, it. not until the end. You don't have that scene with it where you have in the beginning. You, you see right. it once and then you see it again at the end. You don't see it. It's not like a recurring character. It's the thing mm. you see the least in the game, it's like dist- up front. Maybe he's a, a representation of a distraction. It, you know what I mean? Like definitely, he, you you can ignore world war and all this bad stuff that's going on outside with right. this distraction. You know? Yeah. Mm. So we started this and conversation. For, what, is, what does that do for you? We started this conversation talking Where about how there might you? not have been much mm-hmm. of a solid story, but it's definitely compelling mm-hmm. to talk about what this game might be about. See, that, think... But is there any level of frustration? Because I completely agree with you. It's like there's so many different ways you can interpret what the heck is going on. But uh-huh. the lack of, you know, it makes me think of like when we talked about Inside. Inside was okay. my, my, my game of the first 25 episodes. There is so much obtuseness about what that game is. But I love the pursuit of trying to figure, make meaning of it. So, just from reading this conversation, you guys don't feel any frustration. Where I feel the same way you do about inside. I feel that that it's great to have this open endedness because then you get to talk about what it's about and never figure it out. And I like that because it's nice to not have like Metal Gear Solid. It's a great game and the story's awesome, but you're given every detail every detail which is great because it's a Maybe fully fleshed out story but i don't always need that personally i don't mm. always need that i like to have some mystery like in indiana jones when he drinks from the the goblet you before they brought out a fourth movie he drank <laughs> from the goblet and you're left to wonder oh man is he like kind of half immortal now like what like you're never really given that answer obviously the answer is no because he left the temple but it's just like cool stuff like that. Like they leave this much mystery because the magic that stays is, there. That is not a thought that I ever had. I always thought that I was like, oh man, Indiana Jones immortal. I've Anybody had that in Super Mario, but Brothers, then he leaves uh, the temple. Another so player. does it stay effect? Yeah, no, to stay. But there. but the, I again, I like the mystery being there. So with that, I wasn't frustrated at the end of Gorgoa. Personally, that it was it wasn't too obtuse because. See, like, oh, no, it was, it's, it's obtuse. It's obtuse. It's and it very does not obtuse. Give you a conclusion, but I like that. 
But it never, uh, yeah, like, it, and for me, like, it never gave me the impression that it was not going to be obtuse. Mm-hmm. Like, it it's doesn't weird. set me up for I think an it, I think it's, like, upfrontly obtuse, yeah. you know? It's yeah. like, just so you know, our name is Gorgoa, not, also, like... <laughs> there's no tutorial or anything. They just drop you in on, like, play the game. Yeah, it's just touch <laughs> the thing. Do it. Yeah, touch that thing. Great, you did it. Now you know how to play Gorgoa. <laughs> now you know it. So, yeah, so, so it's the kind of you can actually shut those off, you know. You can shut off the, uh, the pulse. I know you would. Well, I think, you know, if you if you are frustrated, you're, you want, like, a real pure experience, but mm-hmm. I don't think you lost that much. Well. But, yeah, like, so to start wrapping up, like, I, from everything I heard about this game, everyone was just, like, it's just very interesting. That was the word I kept seeing pop up. It's a good word to describe it with. And I was like, oh, I like interesting. And I, I can't, that's, again, the word I'm kind of left mm. with that. The puzzles, just as a game, the puzzles, I think, are really, really smart, really, really clever. Definitely among the top games that really make me think about, like, sit and really think about a puzzle, which mm-hmm. is something I really like in games. Like, I would definitely put it up there. And I th- I really appreciated how well it blended that pursuit of truth and making connections with things maybe necessarily are there, but, like, your desire to make connections between things. Like, the gameplay and the story perfectly marry that in a way, like... It's a short game, you know, like, I think I beat it in probably about an hour. You could play this game in two hours easy. Yeah. I If you take more longer than two hours, you're really taking your time. Did anybody and play it on iOS? I played it on PlayStation. I played it on Platinum for the I played, on, played it on the Platinum Switch. <laughs> Did you touch like, the screen? No, I Did, used... I used, I, the, I used the stick. I, I used the sticks. I didn't even. I didn't even think to touch the screen. Like <laughs> every once in a while, when Natalie plays the switch, she touches the screen, and every time I'm like, "Oh yeah, you can do that." I'm like, <laughs> that's the the cell phone mentality. That so many people are just like used to touching things, but like I really for a game that was subtuse and didn't really give you a lot for a story in terms of like concreteness, I really really enjoyed this. I thought this was this was a very haunting game. Like it's something Ooh. that. You know, even when we think about this creature, the nature of it, whether it's good or bad, like it's not even left on, but it just feels significant almost, and you don't know why. So I think it's become I, I Gorgoa. Like even the name, what is that? What is that? Gorgoa. <laughs> Dave, how did you feel about Gorgoa? It's good. It's it's more rewarding than a magic guy. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we haven't had the Dave scale of quality in a while. The Dave scale of quality has been. <laughs> That's I love I this say, game. But... I, I love this game, and I, like, for the first 10 minutes, totally hated it. Because I was like, oh, God, it's a puzzle game, and I just have to move the pictures? Uh, but that's Lame. just because I was being now-reminded, which is part of the reason we started this podcast, because Dan stopped playing Mega Man 100 million times. I'm and Mega Man. It's good. It's, I would recommend this to anyone, just like mm. I would have done that other game. So, Boom. So go find your Gorogoa listener. Go find your Gorogoa. Whatever that is. And let us know what you think of it. Please. As we then transition to our last topic. I think it took me more than one hour to beat it. Really? Yeah, Yeah. I was like two hours for sure. I would say like two, somewhere between two and three hours. Two hours and like one broken PlayStation controller because the stupid (sighs) blue orb, whatever. The blue orb at the end, right? The blue, no, in the beginning, the first time you get it. I had trouble with the blur up at the end. With the millions of pictures. I'm like, come on. The, the this is too much to think about. And the anyway, sun. Transition. Whoa. Final topic. Wow. Trivia Tastemaker. Oh, no. Whose is it? What happened? What happened? What is the... Well... Brand new season, uh, boys. The, the oh, slate it is. Has been and I can't clean. score a point tonight. We're all zeros. 
And Dan well, it's funny you should say that we're all zeros <laughs> because tonight's Trivial Tastemaker is about Mega Man X. <sighs> but this is no mere tastemaker, Mark and Dave. You oh. may be thinking to yourselves... Do we have to bust home. out controllers and play Mega Man X against each other? Is there some new verse mode? <laughs> so when so you kill dope. an enemy, you actually kill the other character? And I would kill like... for a co-op Mega Man X. I, I choose Chill Penguin. I'm sure that would be terrible. <laughs> oh, Dave, it's interesting that you would choose a boss name. And then you both must be thinking, oh, Mega Man X bosses, I know those guys back back and forth. Spark Mandrills, Chill Penguin. I, I only, I only the know the ones from X. Ah, Interesting you should bring up which game. We'll be talking about the bosses from Mega Man X7 and 8. A game They which, went they made that many X games? They There's are going yeah. they might even make a 9. There's it's not with Mega Man 11, but we're not talking about sequels tonight, ladies and gentlemen. What I'm going to have since my most successful tastemakers have been the red herring ones, I have put together Mega Man X boss name red herrings. Oh, <laughs> I like this, Dan. I like it. All right. All right, so I've obviously picked Mega Man X7 and 8 bosses. One of them, of the three that I will give you, is the real one. And the other two are there to trick you. So we have to pick the real one. It's like Ice Monkey! (laughs) Basically, yeah. Uh, Yes, you have to pick the real one. There are... We have to know which ones are the real Maverick. 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 Maverick, Yeah, Mavericks. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six. So it's an even number. I'm assuming you guys might pick the same one. Thank you, Dave, for bringing us in. Dave's on right now. He's on. Can we both just agree? He looks disinterested, but he's actually very... No, this is actually Dave. He sat up a little bit. This is Dave with a headache. All right, so let's get started. I'm really excited. The first boss. We're not buzzing in, right? We're just saying what we do. No, you're going to both choose, and then I'm going to tell you who gets a point and who doesn't. You can choose the same boss name. Right. Of course we can. It's fine. We have to guess the real one? You have to guess the real one. Okay, so you only one of them is real. <laughs> so Dan, you're gonna give us three, and only one of them is a real. Like two of them are false. Wasn't that the way it always worked? <laughs> uh, yeah, I just like you know when someone makes out. you question something, and then you then question. Was it, I not clear? You I the know this is like calling it. Re- I never really thought about it before, but calling the game red herring. It sounds like uh, red herrings. Herons. Yeah, it makes it's it sound like herons. there's only one red herring, and you have to oh, guess the, the fake one. I'm I think the real S. one is where you're in love with the brother printer. That's okay, the we're getting one. way off. This is, <laughs> this is we're flying off the handle. The first boss okay. is either Bamboo Pandemonium, Barbaric Bear, or Mall Bruin. Bruin? Mall Bruin? These Mall Bruin's the real puns. one. Can you read can you read them again, Dan? The boss names are Bamboo Pandemonium, Barbaric Bear, or Maul Bruin. I'm going with the middle one, Barbaric Bear. You're going with the middle one, Dave? Maul Bruin. So you're both incorrect. (gasps) Bamboo Pandemonium is a real Mega Man X boss. What power do you get? You get the power of Bamboo? (laughs) I, don't know. I haven't it's played it yet, but <laughs> this is actually the one that made me decide on the tastemaker because I was That's like, what are we going to do? That's I was like, oh, this is good. <laughs> so, okay. Here. No points. Next, I Mega Man no X. <laughs> I award you no points. We have Fiery Fowl, Burn <laughs> Rooster, or Char Chicken. Oh, all those are terrible. They Say are all again. terrible. Say we have again. Fiery Fowl. 
barn rooster or char chicken? The middle one, burn rooster. The middle one. Okay, Dave? I was also going to say burn rooster. I'm going to stick with burn rooster. You both are awarded one point. Yes. Burn rooster. That just feels like a Capcom thing. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't really come up with as good of a set for this one. I Fiery Fowl was pretty good. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're doing Number a great three. job, Dan. Thank you. I'm not even done yet, and you gave me props for this one. <laughs> Third boss Avalanche Yeti, Icicle Sasquatch, or Bigfoot Frost? Bigfoot Frost. Okay, Dave? We what was have, the first one? I'll go through it again. I knew Avalanche, it. Avalanche, Avalanche Yeti. Yeti. Avalanche, I'll, I'll, I'll take Avalanche Yeti. Wait, let me pause now because Avalanche Yeti is pretty good. Avalanche I'll Yeti. St- I'll stick with Bigfoot Frost. One more time. Just going to give you both because you're both doubting it. Even Well, Dave's not. Avalanche Yeti, Icicle Sasquatch, or Bigfoot Frost? I just like the Bigfoot Frost. Bigfoot Frost sounds great, but I'm going to just to see if I can split off from Mark in terms of points. I'm going to go I'm gonna, I'll Yeti. stick with my original. Bigfoot Frost. Okay. Avalanche Yeti for Dave mm-hmm. is the point. That's the point. Uh, I, I should have. So we got two to one. Dave is in the lead right now. Okay, right. typical Dave in the lead. No, <laughs> it's, we have three more. Right. If you can force a tie, you might be able to get to the sixth one. Well, let's hope so. Okay. Wait, all right, third set. Wait, uh, 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 third set. The third. <laughs> Praying Prowler, Dark Mantis, or Menacing Mantid? Menacing Mantid? What was the first one again? Praying Prowler. If it wasn't already clear, I stuck to the theme of the boss. Right. Okay. I put a lot of thought into this. I need them one more time. <laughs> we have Praying Prowler, Dark Mantis, or Menacing Mantid. I'll go with the first one. Okay. I'm gonna, I'll, go with the, I'll go with the dark one. Okay. So, dark Mantis for Dave. Yeah. Dave, three points. Mark one. <sighs> So you're telling me? <laughs> yeah. Oh I made you know a cooler why? name for a boss. X2, they have. What was it Magma Centipede? And I was like, Magma that kind Centipede. Of, that's like that kind of sounds similar, but it's not. Now that I actually say it out loud. Menacing Mantid. Honestly, so I lose, sounds cooler. So no, I, is, wait, is no. Away, uh, you, could, you could force a tie. I can force could, a tie, Dave. Yeah. Okay. You better if watch yourself. If we do all six, if we do all six, is it unfair to do all six? Well, if I lose this next one, it's over. I mean, I made all six. Okay. So I have to pick what Dave doesn't pick. All right. I pick first. Dips. This might be, <laughs> this might be the last one then. We have Terror Tusk, Hog Wild, or Ride Borski. <laughs> I'm going Hog Wild, baby. Oh, but I was gonna go Hog Wild. See, well, to go something different. No, you go yes. something. Different. You go something different. <laughs> Fine, I'll go Hog with, Wild. I'll take Ride Borski. Mark, I'm going to laugh so hard right now. You just made Dave choose the right one. Uh, <laughs> you forced him out. Ride Borski is a real maverick. Again. Ride Borski. Right. So lock it in. <laughs> Dave wins tonight, but let's go through the, let's go the whole thing. Let's see how I want to do the last one. Because and I have a message for Capcom at the end. <laughs> you made him choose. All right. Last one. Marine Maggot, Splash Warfly, or Brine Buzzkill? It's got to be Splash Warfly. Has yeah, to it's got to be that one. 
Okay, you're both right. Okay, good. I Listen, could not, for the life right. of me, figure out Capcom, what to do with Capcom Splash 4. Capcom Executive 4. <laughs> I've really seen this podcast. This is Mark Magger. How's it going? I'm going to listen to you. <laughs> so, if you think Ride Borski, or whatever the stupid name that was, is, check yourself, sir. Check yourself. They, why did X8 or 7 fail? Oh, I don't know. Because maybe you named your boss <laughs> Ride Borski. You, got, you guys like this tastemaker? It's pretty good. More it's more good. red herrings from my from my tastemaker. You you do a good job at, at naming fake things. Okay, good. <laughs> Perhaps one day I will name a fake thing of my own. Possibly. Uh, so listener, uh, you don't name fake things. You name all of the truth. That's why we love you because you're a great person. Listener, I'm talking to you as you sit there in your your place of listening and you're with your earbuds as you listen to this podcast you're like <laughs> i just and imagine the sniffing another it's like what are you doing right now you're like i'm listening to the podcast please leave me alone i'm talking well, to you right now hey thanks for listening we appreciate it <laughs> rate subscribe tell us your friends about your thing you're listening tell, to tell us your friends tell, tell, <laughs> tell us, us your friends, friends. <laughs> tell, tell us all about your, your friends, friends and what they like to listen to and we'll get on their pod their podcasts as well uh you can find us in the usual places youtube let us know through the comments and we will appreciate it. Twitter is as usual. Take over. <laughs> Dan yeah, all right. If you want to <laughs> hang out with us on the internet, you can do so in the following places. You can find I was us trying on to get Facebook. Into it. It's not fair. Mark, it's okay. You did a great job tonight. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter. Our entire dinosaur machines Twitter is dino underscore machines. Machines, sorry. Machines. See, he Dave. messed up too, Dave. Dave, what's your Twitter handle? What are you gonna say about that? You can talk to us individually. Me, I'm at zombie underscore pirate. And I'm at Daniel Mac. I'm at MacroCrack. <laughs> <laughs> and we are the Dinosaur Machines. Thank you so much for hanging out with Thank us. Thank you for listening. What are we going to play next time, boys? Oh, yes. Let's oh, run yeah. the machine. <laughs> You're like, oh, Mark is leading this ending into a, a ditch. Listen, uh, I saved it with the machine. You did. You did. I mean, you know, it was a great What do we stop remaining? Oh, we have to make an announcement. Well, wait, so we had a yeah, little schnafo. We discovered, as We Happy Few has now released, to mediocre oh. reviews, but we still want to play it. But it's also hella long. It's a like 30 plus hours. hours. When we're playing Detroit this season, so scheduling-wise, we need something a little shorter, for this one at least. So We Happy Few, officially removed from contention, added Dan, what game? Donut Country! Oh, I thought it was County. Is it country? County. County. It's County. County. You never know. And who's the main games? Mark? Into the Breach, Dona County, Mama Dama Mamadora, Mamadora, um, Detroit Become Human, and I'm forgetting one more thing. Oh, here it is! It's Into the Breach. Into oh. the Breach. Is that Dampak? Dampak. Dampak. Yes. Dan, what was Into the Breach? Into the Breach is a strategy game. That is made uh, to honor games such as Advanced Wars or Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, and to make money. And to make money. To honor <laughs> the paychecks of developers, <laughs> yes. Made, made by the same people who made what game? FTL. Oh, FTL. Future, FTL. future Taco Light. Stop, stop talking. Master so Light. Which happens so to good. be Mr. Magro's favorite game ever. It's no, got to be top 10, I think. Yeah. It's ever. pretty great. Well, anyway. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this bonus round Dinosaur Machines conversation. Again, all the things. Find us on the internet. You know yep. how to do it. All right. Thank you, See guys. See you next time. Smooches. Smooches. Smooches.